Hello, everybody, and welcome to podcast number 57 of The Real Estate Show. I'm Cherise Selly. With me is Shauna Euling. We are part of Selly Group Real Estate here in Colorado Springs, a, a tiny but mighty brokerage. We, um, we really love our clients, and we love to bring some of the experiential knowledge that we're walking through to our clients, and we're going to report on it on the podcast as well as market updates and other information. I mean, who knows? what may come out of our mouth today I've you never know I'm a little bit scared I know but we have to do this are you ready <laughs> yep <laughs> so so I'm just going to recap quickly but not go too deep into the numbers because in the last podcast I went through the stats of July and as far as August stats we don't have them as of the date of this filming but they will be out and the next time we do another uh, podcast will go through August. But right now, as far as July stats, uh, the average price of a home was five fifty seven two fifty, up one point one percent from June, which was five fifty one. But the median price for a home was down two point five percent, so that went from four ninety five down to four eighty two. Um, and then if you take new construction out, it it takes the average price down to. 549 667 in the median down to 475. Mm -hmm. So um, that's what July stats are showing. We're um, but we're still up 11.2% um, from July of last year on the average and up 450 or I'm sorry up 450% <laughs> up 7.2%. Um, the median was 450 last year. So we're still up people because yeah. if a running average of real estate is a, a normal appreciation that people forecast is maybe 3% a year, we're still, even in a, a correcting market, we're still above that. Yeah. That's the good news. Yep. That is the truly good news. And Shauna, okay, so school has started. People are kind of, they're maybe waking up from the summer and all their vacations and getting people settled and all of that. And now I think they're, as we air this podcast, people's heads might be getting back into real estate. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. And as far as, you know, the time frame of filming this podcast and learning a little bit more about where the market is, yes, we are in a correction stage, a stabilization phase. Let me go through some stats that Bill McAfee has shared, because I think these are great. Bill McAfee, um, he started Empire Title, mm -hmm. and Bill is a genius with economic updates and forecasting and that information. And he had a really, really good um, informational video that he sent out to us agents. Um, and I just think there's a couple of things I really want to share. So, um, you know, this year, we've had the biggest jump in active listings since 2003. Really? So that is, I think, directly related to interest rates and mm -hmm. climbing and then active listings. So that's locally here. So mm -hmm. I think people, please know, though, we're still undersupplied. So um, if we're having 2,500 active listings right now, and the normal is maybe 3,500, we're still under that. Mm -hmm. So don't let that freak you out completely. He was mentioning um, like the pre-foreclosure time is up uh, or the pre-foreclosure um, notice of election and demands are way up. Yeah. 
but it went from 100 to 400. Mm-hmm. But that's still up. And most of those are first time home buyers or yeah. people who put the least amount of money down. So that's the danger zone, folks. Right. When, um, when the market changes and there's not any money down and then maybe there was still COVID layoffs or people are still adjusting, trying to find their traction, mm-hmm. that's the danger zone, mm-hmm. I, I think. I don't think we're going to just hit a foreclosure crisis in Colorado Springs this year. Yeah, I was on the phone a couple days ago talking about that with a client and, you know, his, he's in finance and he is seeing it on his end. Uh, you know, across the country mm-hmm. where everything's more people are not paying off their credit cards right now than ever before. Like it's just shot up in the last, I guess, 30 days, he was saying hmm. in the recent future. So he was wondering about the foreclosure market here. And I, same thing. I'm like, well, they're starting to come, but, you know, it's not like there's foreclosures on every corner. That's right. <laughs> there isn't at all. And And so I wouldn't be waiting for that per se to make a good decision about a real estate purchase Mm -hmm. um and there is an interesting article that just came through um in the national association of realtors magazine and it says that homes so this is national talk we're not talking local homes have not been this unaffordable since 1989 Hmm. so the average monthly mortgage payment jumped 54 percent it says year over year in june while the median household income rose only 5.8%. Yeah. So there's that disconnect. Mm-hmm. But people are starting to settle into this. I mean, it, it is what it is. And and that unaffordability, most of it is, is, again, well, it was the rate of home price increases mixed with an interest rate that changed a buyer's purchasing power from last year to this year on average by $123,000. Yeah, I believe it. So that those things are uh, having to balance out. But but here's the interesting thing. We're still in a seller's market. Yeah. So buyers, I mean, buyers are getting more options. Buyers are able to get more. But still, truly, there is there, we are not in a true buyer's market at this point. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the paradox. Two things are happening at the same time that seem opposite. Right. Yeah, <laughs> buyers do have, um, you know, you can ask for more inspection items right now. Um, I actually <laughs> had an offer come in that had concession- concessions attached, which meant the buyer needed help paying the closing costs. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that in years. I don't know when the last one was. But, you know, things are starting to come into the contracts that were, you know, not there a few years ago. But, you know, you you had this when you worked with a builder recently, where the builder was offering to buy down the interest rate for that buyer. Well, so buyers, you're catching on to what can make up that difference in the unaffordability factor. Mm -hmm. And it's not really the purchase price. Mm -hmm. When you do the math um, and you work it out with your lender, a lot of times it's more interest rate driven. Right. So those concessions actually might be the difference in a buyer getting a home now or not. Right. So I think sellers should be very open to buyer concessions. Mm -hmm. And maybe the sellers won't be beat up as much on the price if they're giving concessions. Yeah, and that's what happened on this one. So 
So they balance. So instead of a price reduction per se, they were really focused on their payment and mm-hmm. the concessions. And it, did the deal work out? Yeah, and luckily it did because I bet you, if we were still on the market, we would be a lot under that sales price right now. So see, that's smart, and and it's smart to guide a seller to expect that now. Yeah, you just had it happen once, but you're going to happen. This is going to happen over and over again now. Yeah, you want to make the deal work for both people. And if both parties are willing, then go forward. You know, there might not be the pie in the sky offer coming around the bend. It would have already been there on the first day you listed. Absolutely, you're right. (laughs) You know, and you know, just going back to some of these market conditions nationally and what's affecting people, we haven't had such a fast hike of interest rates since 1981. Bill McAfee explains. Yeah. So this climb, you know, again, the rate, the interest rate itself is still at a historical low, Mm -hmm. but it's just that it climbs so fast. Well, and we have a whole generation who have never seen it. You're absolutely right. The millennials, a lot of them are, you know, petrified. There's no way I'm paying that. Well, we've already been around the block with, (laughs) you know, I mean... Nine our first house, or, yeah, we were lucky <laughs> to get eight. You know, we're thrilled to get eight, you know, when we bought our first house. But before that, it was even higher. Yeah, And, you know, so we've seen it go up and down. But, you know, the younger generation, they've only seen the low rates and now it's doubled. I mean, that is something to swallow. And it's it's shocking to them. But but I would just say this might be the new norm. Oh, yeah. And it so, was unusual. They just were lucky. Yeah, <laughs> right. Because right. it is more normal to be higher. I mean, and it's going to go up again this next in this next quarter. So uh, I agree. And it kind of leads me into the last part of this discussion that I think is super important as we navigate through things. People are coming out of the COVID time, but you know that we've talked about it before. I think the next hard thing is the mental health condition mm-hmm. of folks, just the the changes of COVID, the changes that things have ha- have brought into people's lives personally, professionally, mm-hmm. housing-wise, it's a lot to catch up with. Yeah. And we care about people's personal journeys. That's mm-hmm. part of what I think is it makes us different as a brokerage is that we're, we're really walking with people in a personal way, not just, you know, slapping a home sale, but we care about that. But at the same point, we can't solve every every part of what triggers somebody. Right. And, you know, I think the biggest advice I want to give to a first-time home buyer or a last-time home buyer is the same advice. And that is take personal accountability for your own real estate decision. Mm-hmm. When you have taken that accountability, you're going to find freedom for yourself. Because you can take accountability for your decisions and make better decisions if you don't like the decisions you went with, you know, from the past. Mm -hmm. And if you don't take accountability and it's always somebody else's fault or it's or you put the accountability on things that are so far beyond your control, Mm -hmm. there's always going to be bitterness, unhappiness and no room for growth. We all are learning in this market. It's yeah. changing so fast. And we can be guides, but we can't ultimately be accountable for somebody else's decision. Right. We want to empower and give knowledge, information, guidance. But with the right information, 
a client should really be able to move forward taking accountability with their decisions Mm -hmm. and to be free to do that. It's actually very freeing. Yeah. Don't you think? Totally. It's very good advice. Yeah. I would, I just really want that. And, um, Shauna, there's so much more to talk about. (laughs) We always are out of time every time. (laughs) Until next time. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. But thank you guys so much for checking in with us and we will catch you next time where, um, I think we have a really fun edition this next time. Have a great week.